Okay. One of those bad parents that still buys McDonald's for my kids sometimes. My kids have McDonald's every now and again. It's a bit of a treat. It's dog shit, but... They love it. Plus there's a playground. Well, yeah, I got it on Uber Eats, actually. Well, that's just f***ing terrible. You know <laughs> there was some rugby on this weekend. What's it? Yeah, well, that was in the middle of the night, but it, it was, was rugby on. It you was. woke up. I woke you up. You sent me a text message. I did. To say. I, I kind of did it. I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to engage in a conversation. I just wanted to prove that I was awake. You you were actually getting up and to I watch was, some Six Nations. And I sent a message saying, this sucks balls. <laughs> Not the games. The, the being the, the awake. The time kind of sucks. So look, actually, that's me. That's a photo of me. That's a real photo. Oh, yeah, you took it. Yeah, took photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, that's brutal. I have some footage of myself as well. I took a little video, but I'm considering making a video right now, which I'm halfway through the, halfway through writing, so it should be ready about three weeks after it's relevant. Right. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds that, about right for style. a distracted video. That's your style. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But there was rugby on. I should say, yes. at the start... At the start. W- welcome the to our viewers on YouTube, but also to those listening on <laughs> podcasting platforms. <laughs> like Spotify. Which we always forget to I mention. Radio, Stitcher. Um, Google Podcasts, absolutely. And for those of you who are actually watching on YouTube, this feels odd that we're actually talking to the we audience. Never, we never, talk we never to do the actual hosting stuff, oh, do no. we? This is not our style. We're really good at it, though. Uh, but generally, the, the format of this, we have two channels, one that's very active, one that's not so much. Sporadic. <laughs> Sporadic. But the stuff I put out there... Is very it's, it's high effort. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of editing. Yeah. There's a, it's a different sort of vibe. That's right. It's a different sort of vibe. But one week, it's on Mark's... This week, it's on Mark's channel. And then next week, if you want to watch this podcast next week, you can watch it on my channel. Yes. I usually is, put out a post, a community post, just to... Yeah, as a kind of FYI. Yeah. But, um, yeah. If you're wondering... Distracted sports. Yes. Distracted that guy. That's where it comes from. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a random name because he distracts <laughs> me. His channel is actually called Distracted. But I actually do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we kind it of... Works. It's okay. It works on multiple exactly. levels. It's a, a seriously it's weird, cheesy, strange name that I kind of just put out there at the beginning as a bit of a mistake. But yeah. somehow it kind of just... So it's appropriate. Yeah, it works. absolutely. And it's so related to rugby. People are like, two cents get distracted. Oh, that must be about rugby. <laughs> <laughs> well, the full name is two cents get distracted, a rugby, a rugby podcast. podcast. There you go. Yeah, if Just you want to really find us on some sort of platform. So you did watch some rugby. Oh, I did. The first game was at quarter past three oh. New Zealand time. I did have one, well, a few actually lovely comments of people saying, good on you for getting up to watch the game. So, I mean, it takes a bit it's of... It's a brutal take, time to wake up. It's it's clearly not meant for the New Zealand oh, audience. Not. It's the first time I've ever woken up for a Six Nations game. Uh, yeah. Um, and it was worth it. It yeah. absolutely was worth it. I have often we we often wake up when it's November tears and all that yeah. sort of thing. But there's a little bit of anticipation, ex- excitement. I didn't have that. It's always I, different when it's your own, your own team. team. But there's so loads I, of people who have watched the Six Nations who aren't getting up at stupid o'clock to watch the All Blacks play. You know, but just, they'll watch the highlights the next day for sure. You know, kind of like what some Kiwis do, yeah. basically. If you're well, a, if you're a level above that, you avoid all of the results and you try to watch a full match replay. But it's hard. There's not that much interest on this part of the world. So right. I'm making a, writing a piece right now about the fact that a lot of New Zealanders kind of interpretation of what the Six Nation is, that it's just some sort of territorial kicking battle right. that nobody really wants to watch in this part of the world. Yeah. But it wasn't it, that. No. It wasn't that. and it Sounds like you might have caught a little I, bit of the bug. Did I just get a bloody good weekend? I've got a feeling I've got a 
cracking weekend. <laughs> I really did. Uh, if that was like your first weekend of like full on Six Nations, yeah. three o'clock in the morning rugby, like that's a pretty, it's a pretty good it's one. A pretty to good get. one to start. I mean, Jesus. yeah, it was it was great, and like all the games were enjoyable. And after that, you know, the Wales Ireland game, I was like, well, that was bloody entertaining. It was never yeah. close or never tight. Yeah. And I was like, well, we've had an entertaining game, and I was like. Speaking of things that are going to put me to sleep, England versus Scotland, here we go. You know, no. holy shit. Yeah. One of the best games of rugby I have seen in a long time. Like, a very, well, you know, there are a lot of good games throughout the year, but, mm. you know, there are a lot of dungers out there as well. Yeah. And generally, we, New Zealanders have an absolute, I was about to say apathy, but it's not apathy, but a disdain for English rugby. Right. We, we do in a lot of ways, we just think of, People who can't spin it past their first five and they right. just kirk and kirk and kirk. Yeah. But it was entertaining on all fronts. Should yeah. we, before we jump into that, sure. should we actually dissect a little bit of Wales Ireland? Wales and Ireland was the first game up. That was the quarter past three kickoff time for us. I was uh, looking like that. <laughs> just in case you've forgotten. Uh, 34-10. Mm-hmm. Bonus point win for the Irish. Uh, yes. There was a bit of talk about there's the Gatlin factor. Is he mm. going to be able to galvanize the squad pretty much mm. from the get-go? And then there was also the Cardiff factor. I mean, Ireland had beaten Wales and Cardiff in a World Cup warm-up a few years ago, but Six Nations-wise, it's proven a really difficult ground for them to go and get a win. Yes. And yet, like, within two minutes... It was all over. Uh, oh, like a, 7 no, nil, got, and then five minutes later, it was 14 nil. Going at a point a minute for the first 20 minutes, basically. Yeah, James Lowe gets an intercept, and you think... That, that, was a, that was a real heartbreak at that moment. Because that's they, when Wales were actually starting were, to get some momentum. They were stringing some stuff together, and you yeah. thought, oh, they get a... Tr- oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as before uh, you yeah. can complete the thought. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, like... I thought that all the Gatlin factors, you know, playing at Cardiff was grasping at straws last week. I don't want to say, oh, it was right, but I was like, I haven't rated this Welsh team for a while. And, you know, there was a bit of hope that, you know, the dead cat bounces, basically, Mm. when a team's right up down on their luck and new coach comes in, they all get in behind, they get that sort of siege-like mentality. Yeah. (laughs) But it could not have started. (laughs) It could not have been, you know... I love the shots of where they they panned to, like, Warren Gatlin just sitting there in the coach's box and it's just, uh, yeah, not not happy happy times. What are his feelings? Do you think he's just like, well, it's not my fault, I've just arrived? Or do you think, like, well, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the messiah? Or do you think that... This old Warren Ball kind of selecting freaking 45-year-olds to play and they just don't have the cattle and uh, I don't know. like, I, like it, The Welsh seem to love the bloke. I've given my opinion about him. And I, somebody on Twitter actually said, oh, you know, he, he turned a team that was number nine into number one. He's won four or six nations and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And I was like, yeah, they're pretty good points. But I think it may be a little bit personal for me. He just gives me the shits. A little bit. You know? he's, he's really not popular in New Zealand at all. No. That, that may be something that our, um, our European friends maybe don't have a full appreciation of. But yeah, he yeah. definitely was viewed in a really, really negative light during the, the Lions tour uh, yeah. in 2017. And um, yeah, I guess he just didn't endear himself to Kiwi fans either when it was, he was with the Chiefs. It was... No. All very negative about him. One, so, he lost one. Oh, sorry, he lost eight games in a row. Yeah, it maybe speaks to a little bit of the Kiwis' lack of following for the Six Nations, and that his success there is a little bit kind of brushed off. If you take away, here's a stat for you: if you take away the Lions' midweek games, he has lost. He's lost ten of his last 
12 games that Where'd he's going to coach that from? That's a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> no, I look because I'm writing this thing. Yeah, right, and right. I'm like, just a little. But he, they won some midweek games against freaking the Lions, mm. against the South African um, provincial teams and stuff like yep. that. Including what are called the Lions. Yeah, exactly. And then they won one test. They won. Uh, the two games he's won in the last 12 were one game against Japan, yeah. which they should have won. Yeah. And they won the second test match. In against, the Lions tour. In the Lions tour. First test. Yeah. And then he lost the eight preceding games and right. then he lost the last two and then the la- and the most recent one. So I think it's like two out of the last 12 or two out of the last 12 or, th- or 13. That's pretty that he's hairy. Won. That's pretty hairy. So he, is, doesn't, he doesn't have form. If he was, right. you know... Call me blindly optimistic, but... You're blindly uh, optimistic, but you reckon I, I, second honestly, half? I don't think Wales were that bad in that game. I honestly think... they st- Obviously, they started like... Yeah, about as, as bad yeah, as I you guess. can go. They started poorly. They did bring the game back. At least to kind of parity. They didn't get the points on the board that they would have wanted. But there's a few chances where they were kind of one drop pass away from potentially getting something going. And Ireland really had to work for that bonus point try. They got it during the Liam Williams yellow card. Mm. And like they didn't make it. Like when it was like, tw- uh, what was the score? It was 24, 27, three or, three or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like, this time. could be 50 points. Yeah. It didn't go that way. I thought it could turn into a bloodbath. Yeah. And there was a few like... Um, it made it respectable in the second Yeah. Game. Hawkins, the, the midfielder on his like second test, I thought he looked the right. Rio Dyer, the young winger, I thought, I thought he looked Liam, pretty Liam, sharp. Liam Williams, apart from his yellow card. Yeah, he was, he was cracking. Yeah, so, he, he cut yeah, a little bit. I do think there's... There's, There's some... room for a bit of hope there. I'm not writing the Welsh off just yet based on that result. So obviously to lose you know, 34-10 at home in this first game back is that's a pretty bad way for him to reintroduce it's... himself to Welsh rugby. No, and out of the out of the six nations that played this weekend, they were definitely the worst. Yeah. Um, they yeah, have the hardest road in front of them, in my opinion, right now. They still, you know, don't have you know, a lot of the guys are just a little bit too long in the tooth. I know Alwyn Jones is revered as some sort of saint-like creature up there, and he's been a fantastic player for a lot of time, for a long time. But he's definitely not as effective. As I can even feel be. the the goodwill of like um, the, oh, the yeah. Welsh public is is turning. Like if one of the things I like to do whenever I see a, a team announced is to just go to that Facebook page of that <laughs> union and just read the comments because it's always. You know, everyone's an armchair coach. Yeah. We would all love to see whatever team that we would like to see out there. But yeah, like, there's always one player who gets the most grief. And it, it, it alternates and it varies. Sam but Kane. at the moment, Sam Kane in New Zealand. Yeah. Like, used to be Teddy Tomar with France. But, like... Ruben Thorne in New Zealand. <laughs> for um, for Wales right now, yeah. that guy is Alan Wynne jones Is that right? Yeah. I yeah. thought he was, like, some sort of revered, sort of godlike man. Yeah, I think He'll probably be very well thought of once he retires. How many tests has he played? Oh, stupid. He's the most capped player of all time. Yeah. And he, this is his last year. But it has to Pretty be. much. He had some quip on social media or something, or was it, was it a press conference where he said that he's not going to play forever and that it's the media that keeps thinking he wants to go forever and that maybe he'll take up sports journalism afterwards because... I've got a social media account. Can't be that hard. He's oh, given a wee, right, okay. given a wee dig at the people in the media. Given maybe him sick. Maybe he should be a YouTuber. Yeah, maybe he gets some subscribers. Oh, he's clearly got a bit of wit about him. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he um, the maybe it's a bit of a damning thing that there's just not an obvious replacement for him either. Like, there's not somebody who's saying like who's killing the old line. Like, 
I don't mean that in the sort of sense of he's a British and Irish line, but I mean in a sense yeah. of like a, a new dog comes along right. and you know takes over and nobody's really established themselves that way. But one thing we haven't spoken about so far was how flipping good the Irish looked when they started that game. They're the number one ranked team in the world. And, and they, they looked, looked at it. They looked, it. <laughs> they looked at They looked so sharp. And yep. for a team that hadn't played since November. And they had Jameson Gibson Park pull out like pre-match Tart as Furlong's well. Furlong's gone as well. Yeah, Ty yeah. Furlong wasn't playing. Ken Healy was a bench prop, a very experienced 100 plus caps yeah. pulled out. But then for me, like Jameson Gibson Park, who I think we've talked about it before, who when he left New Zealand rugby, yes. like, if you'd be like, he's going to be a key part in the Irish the success machine, you'd be like, come on. He was a second stringer for the Blues. For the Blues, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but his game has been vitally important. His ability to do that kind of quick recycle ball and pick the right moments for winter boxing and whatnot has been was phenomenal. Con- and then he pulls out. And then Conor Murray comes back, Conor and who Murray, used yeah. to be kind of their legendary guy, and he's another one who's a bit like, ah, oh, he's getting a bit long on the tooth. He's a bit slow. I thought he played but, well. No, he played well. He, he played was really snappy well. from the base, Very of, the, much base so. of the rucks and stuff, base of, base of the malls and whatnot. He... It, and just the crispness of the back line and the power yeah. game of the, of those forwards. Relentless. Yeah, really relentless. Kind of arrogant thing to say, a little All Black-like in terms of the ruthlessness. Because the All right. Blacks, you know, I just mean historically. Right, you know, right. Thing. <laughs> but, you know, one thing they've always been known for is like, you give us a little bit of and weakness, we'll yeah, we yeah, will yeah. put 20 points on you like that. Yeah, that's what they did at the start yeah, of the and game. The, like, even though the second half was tight... Mm. There was maybe like a half a moment breath where I was like, oh, I think if Wales yeah. scored right now, Ben. No, yeah, they're not going happen. to. Yeah. They they defended stoutly in that second half yeah. where the Welsh really tried to throw. Oh, the, the Irish defence. I mean, obviously everyone's going to talk about the four tries they scored in the opening of the game and whatnot, but the defence was just suffocating. Yeah. They're, I mean, you know, I love my stats. The, the tackling percentage was in the 90s. They were just very, very hard to break down. Like, yeah. You could criticise the Welsh for not finishing off a few of those chances, but part of that is just the Welsh, um, the Irish, sorry, don't, they just don't let you have those no. chances. They could win the World Cup on that. Like, the All Blacks coming back at them in that third test. I should mention, we mucked up last week. Yeah, with, well, with we, the draw. Uh, yeah we did, sorry. So the, uh, there are, so it's, I don't think it's Ireland, better, Ireland and South Africa are in the same pool. We yeah, got exactly, that. Yes. Totally thank, tits thank up. Thank you for week. the uh, eight hundred people who pointed it out. There, that's really helpful. Yeah, it's it's, one it's of these, France or the All Blacks that, in all likelihood, one awaits, of the worst um, things about making a mistake on a YouTube video is the first person points it out and you go, "Oh bugger," and then like another seventy people point it out and you're like, "Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes." By, yeah, by, the, yeah. by the time you've read that seventieth comment, you um, yeah, you don't want to read the comments. <laughs> it's good for the algo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we algo. appreciate the feedback. I, I love getting that kind of feedback. Yeah. Hey, you said this guy's name wrong. You got this exactly. part wrong. I mean, that's that's part of the community. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> when you read it fifty times, you're like, okay, okay. Yeah, we it. we got that well, one I, wrong. I got it. Big thank time. You, thank you. I appreciate it. But, yes. but like, and I, that's not any better though. They're either so they're either going to play us or the French. Your black or the French. So or potentially the Italians. The host. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. It's we'll a, get to them in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't put them off. The, <laughs> wouldn't take them off the off the chessboard right now. Right. But yeah, so it's either the host and the favourites or the world, the most successful World Cup team of all time. And I'm calling them that because they have won equally as many World Cups as this as the um, Springboks. Springboks. Thank you. Well, there was hard to remember that one. <laughs> Just a small team. Um, but they've never lost a pool game. Uh, and okay. South Africans have won more World Cups they've taken part in. That's a good point. All right, we'll call it a draw again. <laughs> <laughs> there 
always gonna have that. So we always have to be kind of one ahead of them. With, Basically, because the first the couple they didn't take part. Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't take. The first one was ninety five for them, wasn't it? They, won, they were one hundred percent for a while. I guess they were we in eighty seven, but yeah. Well, they won. Uh, so they lost. They win every third one. I think is what it is. Every third one they win. So they won every. Th- okay, so they're running it about. So they're not allowed to win this one. And we had a twenty seven year break between one of ours or twenty four something like that. Yeah, long that, time. Yeah, it was a long time. But yeah, so that's not going to be an easy task for the Irish. Yes. Either way, the Irish side of the draw, our side of the draw generally is tough. It sucks. Yes, it does suck. It eats ass. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not good. No. Yeah. But it's it's exciting. And yeah. you, you've got to beat the best teams in the world, the world to win Basically, the world Basically, that's... But you kind of want them playing in semis and finals. Quarterfinals, it's <laughs> like getting rid of the likes of... I'm not going to say those teams. Say a team. Argentina. You get rid of Argentina, you get rid of... Italy, you might get rid of a. Italy's pl- never made it up the pool, oh, I don't know. Sorry, uh, you might get rid of a plucky Japan. Right. You get rid of one of the island nations that managed to sneak Step up there, right. sneak up there. Okay. And you know, you get rid of the darlings. Right. You know, the people like, oh, Maybe. what are you? Yeah, 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 and they, yeah, and yeah. you and you, you. Right. And an amazing world they make the semi. Right. You know. But either way, I was looking pretty bloody good. And yes. I don't think Wales are looking that bad despite the result. That's just me. Yeah. I'm also the guy who said I thought Wayne Pivak would keep his job. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Well, it's called I two cents rugby for a reason. Yeah, I said last week that my big prediction was that I love the Irish and they're my second team. Uh, but I thought they'd go out in the quarters. But after that performance and just the way they're able to hold on and how tight they are. Belief levels uh, are the rising. The belief level did rise for them. It really did. Yeah. Uh, just in... Just, the fact they did the, it without Furlong and Gibson Park, I agree with The fact they were able sure. to perform in that level after, what, we're talking a three-month break. Mm. You know, that's bloody They impressive. didn't look like they skipped a beat, right? Yeah. Look like they played last week. Yeah, just out of the gates. Yeah. There are no signs of rust. Absolutely. And to be honest, not a huge amount of rust across all six nations. True. And as an all-black fan, love to shoehorn an all-black comment. It Any chance me, you can get. It made me feel a bit nervous, the whole thing. Like, all of those teams, apart from Wales, looks... <laughs> Looked worrying, you know? <clears throat> okay. Anyway, sorry, Wales. You looked okay in the second half. They did. They did. That was the first game. That the was... second game was the one you kind of touched on. Yes. The, the match for the old Calcutta Cup. I oh. think the Calcutta Cup is the closest they've got in the Six Nations to the Blair's life. I thought that was like a, um, India Prem- Indian Premier League. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I think like it's the, the biggest of the trophies. I don't know how versus... many trophies there are between the two... Like, I think in the rugby championship, now we've got trophies between all of them. We've got the Mandela, is it Shield or Cup or Trophy? And, the and then there's like the, the Sergeants, Argentinians and South Africans have got a cup between them. For like, some reason, the Blitzer Cup is, like, beating the South Africans is all the glory you need. There's no glory to whatever shield that is. No one's like, oh, we get the That's shield. right. We, but we, with the Blitzer Cup, there's some sort of... Like, yeah, even though there is a cup between us and South Africa, or a trophy. What's the one between South Africa and Australia? There'll be something. Something. Yeah, that we don't know. But the Calcutta Cup between England and Scotland, I think, has the same. Like you noticed, if you stuck around to the post match, they presented yeah, yeah, yeah. the cup and they had photos. I didn't. Of it. I didn't. I didn't stick around. Okay. Well, Jamie Ritchie went up and went past the one I of the royal family. And oh, then, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they, they presented a trophy honest, and they went down to the field and lifted the trophy. Like it's it's like the Blitzer Cup as far as oh, wow. like that's the best context I can put to it from a New Zealand perspective. I had never heard of it before. <laughs> like, it's a big deal. Well, good to know. Um, so well done. Scott's retained it. That's the third win in a row over the English for the first time since the 1970s. Holy moly. Yeah. And what a bloody good what a team. Game, that oh. I feel like that game is going to be, well, you know, when we sit here at the end of the year in 2023, we're going to think, what were some of the best well, games hold of the year? When we get out 
out the older TCGs. <laughs> when we're going to be doing the awards, <laughs> you'll be, you'll be thinking about, about what was one of the best games of the year. And yeah, that's, that's up there. Well, this will be one of them. 100%. I mean, part of it's Big Doohan. Yeah, do Doohan. <laughs> that's... Yeah, don't someone steal my idea, I don't mind. But I like I, I've toyed with the idea of like making mock songs, but I wanted to make do do hard, do hard van and then do a right. do hard Vanderflair song. A montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van oh, shit. You're thinking of Josh Vanderflair. Yeah, you know what I'm I, sorry. Vander something. Yeah. Yeah. He's either I think he's Dutch. Vanderflair is Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Origin Irish born. Oh. Before anyone but tells been... us that he was born in Wicklow, I believe. <laughs> um, but yeah, Vandermeer is South African. What I what I loved most about this game was there was a territorial kicking battle oh, yeah. at times, and I think the English actually got the best of that for sure. And and it was actually kind of entertaining and, yeah. and, and intriguing. But the uh, the, the Scots were just able to open up that defense, especially sure. in the first half, and I was like. The English are looking a little bit frail yeah, here, yeah, yeah. and that's how they got that early dominance. But then, the grit that the English showed to actually come back into it, and the belief they had, yeah, and sure. it showed that under Borthwick there was actually something under the hood here. Mm. There is a bit of belief within these players, and it was just a great to and fro yeah, battle. Lead really. changes. There's some games you watch, and a rugby gets a lot of stick for kicking. Rugby's always been a game about kicking. I mean, the All Blacks have traditionally always been one of the teams that kicks the ball a lot yeah um but sometimes you watch a game and the kicking is legit pretty boring because it's it's aimless and you feel like it's going nowhere but this wasn't one of those games yeah. like you know you yeah. would you would see a kick and the chases and then there'd be the battle at the breakdown once they like smash into the guy who's caught the ball like it was yeah. genuinely it's just a good watch I, I i'm traditionally not a huge fan of territorial <laughs> kicking battles like just on gaming ongoing game of Pong yeah. and I think it sometimes gets to a point where it goes on for so long that even the bloody other than the first fives and the fullbacks and maybe one of the wings everybody else is just going when are they <laughs> when are they going to stop like, but when they're not engaged we're not engaged yeah, 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 yeah. and like to be fair I, I love running rugby yeah. I really really do and that's my favourite thing about, the, about it and I love there's nothing more than a uh, an incredible um, fullback who gets the ball and says this and take it on you know he's just yeah. like yeah i'm gonna go for this and they're able to create something or then or they get absolutely pummeled and have a turnover and it goes all oh, that was, yeah, was a bad idea you should have kicked uh, it you should have kicked it all that sort of thing so i think if you put rugby into like a computer and put an algorithm it's like kick all the time basically mm. so i understand the importance of needing to kick yeah like i still find i can find a little bit boring but there is a big difference between like Territorial kicking and just trying to get like a 10, 20 to you know ten to forty meter gain mm. versus like you know attack to, you know attacking chip kicks mm. or you know kicks out wide. Yeah, it's definitely not all thing. about kicks long. There's no. a you know there's a whole mixed bag that you can kind of go through. But the the attack of of the Scots man, they've got something to them, and they have one player in particular who is genuinely wildly exciting, like. How did South Africa screw the pooch by letting that guy? Well, South Africa's got a lot of wingers. He's so good. Yeah. He's giant. Yeah, and he's, he's fast. fast. Yeah. And he's got 
balance like a mother. Yeah. I can't, I can't try. I know you're not allowed to compare to him, but he does give me yeah, the longer Jonah. vibes. Jonah. Just the same vibes. Just like in terms of being a big guy who's deceptively quick, who's and got really good balance. Like scoring the tries that yeah. they've got no right to That's score right. just by being That's a right. physical beast. That's right. I'm you're not like, saying he is Jonah reincarnated. I'm just saying. I'm saying he's Jonah reincarnated. <laughs> just the same vibes. He's big like, guy, very quick. You know what I get from him? Johnny Bravo vibes. Because the haircut. <laughs> what was his catchphrase? Like, I don't know. Come on, something like that. But he's just basically a blonde Elvis yeah. ripoff, basically, yeah. old Johnny yeah. Bravo. I love Which Johnny is Bravo. what I'm saying about Duhan. Would Johnny Bravo be allowed today? I feel like he was too. Because he was always after girls and he was always getting rejected. What about that? He'd what probably about... be some, <clears throat> some kind of like, I don't know, sexual harassment dude. Well, I always thought <clears throat> that about the uh, super rapey skunk. What was his name? You know, the. Oh, uh, the that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, from, from like uh, Sylvester and those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. very rapey. Right. And we watched that as like three-year-olds and four-year-olds going. Yeah, I, I remember at the time thinking it was weird. <laughs> he's a bit, well, he's a bit off, something off about yeah, that guy. exactly. True. Yeah. But yeah, Duhan is a, is a machine. Oh, he is. It genuinely just, just like, I don't have any, like my favorite teams in Europe are Ireland just because of my heritage, Wales because of, you know, time spent there and, and people like that are Welsh. Yeah, and love Gats. And then, like, but so I don't have any wild affiliation for Scotland, but I was so, I was about to say tuned on by that, but, like, in a way, like, I was. Like, it was just an incredible performance across mm. the board. So much heart, showing that they are a legit world-class team. Yep. Like, that was world-class rugby. Yeah, that whole that that game that that was some top echelon shit. Mm. Because to be fair, in New Zealand, we think of Scotland as easy beats. Right, like they're not a team that they we're, us. they've never beaten us, and we usually put a fair amount of points on us, and they they go pretty well for about twenty twenty five minutes. They gave just, us a scare last year. What was their score last year? I remember they were ahead by ten points, with like ten fifteen to go, and then we still won. Do we just bloody mind will victories against some of these I think teams? So. Just like we I can't. Think it's the mental thing. Teams and then sometimes just and then it's happened with Ireland. I wonder if Ireland never got that win against us in, in um, Chicago, with a what the score line would be. Because once they got that, they broke the camel's back. It happened the, again. Smashed, it happened again. Smashed the glass yeah, yeah, ceiling. Yeah, 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 so yeah. maybe that's going to happen. So that first one, Scotland. The hardest one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you so. That team could beat any team in the world. You know, consistency has been their problem for a long time. Vandermeer could carve any team up yeah. in the world. Right of all now. the teams, I think since Fabien Galtier took over France, the only team that's gone on to beat them in France is Scotland. Like really? nobody else has been able to do it. Yeah. But then Scotland, I think the highest. They've finished in the Six Nations recently as either fourth or third. Like that's their thing. Like so they, they can beat France away and then just absolutely shit the bed. Yeah, right. That's just it's a roll of the dice. So they flip lose, of a coin. They could lose it. Scotland are the new team where it's like I just don't know which team's going to turn up. Like so that, that's Scotland. They got a French vibe. Yeah, Scotland are the new France. Scotland are the new France. France are the new All Blacks, and All Blacks are the new I don't know. Who are we now? Who are? I don't we? know. Yeah, we don't know. Teams that stop bringing it back to the bloody. I old can't team. help Leave the it. Alone. Stop touching. Stop it's touching. The it's well, summer. I do want to talk about uh, the players leaving at, at the end okay. of the year. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll touch on that. Right. We'll okay. Touch on that. It'll give me just a little bit of. You've got to get those all black vibes in. Get an all black chat in there yep. somewhere. Uh, but 
On the other hand, like, I think if I was English and I was just a brutal fan, I would probably be giving stick to the English. But the first game is such a short think, prep time. I don't think it's warranted either. I don't no. think... One of the biggest problem I see, and look, I'm not going to claim this as, original, as an original thought, right. but after reading it in a few different places, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The cohesion of uh, Marcus Smith and Owen Farrell. Yeah. You've got two tens... Both can hold down a place as 10s, but two 10s don't work together, mm. you know? like And they've kind of shoehorned themselves, or pigeonholed themselves into the situation where Owen Farrell is the captain. Mm. So, but Marcus, Marcus him, Smith but is... you want to play Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith is the up-and-coming star. Like, mm. has Owen Farrell played much at fullback, or like what? No, nah, it's either 10 or 12. For his club, he plays 10. Right. And he plays really well at 10. So he's a world-class 10. Mm-hmm. And he's had proven success at 10. Marcus Smith has just got that magic dust. Mm-hmm. Made a couple of bad decisions, but did pretty well. I think for it's the most just part. it's mainly defensively, eh? Where it gets exposed. He's a little boy, eh? He's small. There were some missed tackles across the board for England. I think I don't think England will miss that many tackles again. The Six Nations, you know what I mean? Like I think they felt like a new team, didn't they? Yeah, there was a few times where their shape just got a bit, you know, rattled, and then other times where just individual brilliance, yeah. you know, had them missing tackles. So it's a combination. Obviously, that you know, Duhan Van. I was gonna say Van der Flair again. Van say Van der Flair. Duhan Van der Flair. Just make it a thing. <laughs> Um, Someone will correct you in yeah, the comments for the algo. Uh, uh, it, it, like that try, like it, look a few of those. The, the guy who got the last fin, uh, Don Brandt got fended. He should have gone low. Yeah, you know he, but he was. But, too, uh, but he was just like he's the last guy after like four other guys. Yeah, exactly. Him. But he should have yeah. gone low because yeah. uh, he lost all his pace. And but he was. I think he was just like. Have you seen how awesome <laughs> this guy is? Oh shit! Yeah. Like he yeah. was like dumbfounded, dumbstruck, yeah. caught in the lights yeah. at that moment, and just and it was beautiful because I was like, because I thought, oh, he's gonna get tackled there. He's yeah, he was a sitting duck. That was the thing. But every moment went up, you were like, oh, he's gonna get tackled. No, oh, this guy's gonna. No, that was terrible tackle team. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> it was a try. It was an incredible try, and thank God he did get fended off. And he still needed to make that fend. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. He, it was, and then there was another moment very, very early on in the first five or so minutes where they just carved very easily. Like, there's something going on in the midfield. Is, is yeah. there a defensive problems with uh, Owen Farrell there? I know he, he yeah. got a great one on Foden Russell, really, really yeah, smoked yeah, yeah. him, yeah, which, sure. was, which was great to see. Um, Tui Peloto tried to do, tried to he obey. He got sat down by Stewart, I think. Yeah. He tried to obey the new laws and go low. He's <laughs> <And laughs> got absolutely got flattened for it. Yeah. on his behind. Yeah. But, uh, but that was another nice try. I mean, we're all talking about that Duham van der Merwe try, but Tui Pelotu's kicked through for huge yards. Yeah, oh, that very was a, nice. A real peach of a and try. The try for Max Max Mellons. Mellons, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the kid get that ball on the well. Was it on the bounce or he's catching? Yeah, as it the way he forced it was phenomenal. Like yeah. that's why that game was just such a great game. And so many great crackers. Yeah, man, Northern Hemisphere rugby forever. <laughs> it's exciting stuff. It really is. Look. Even Alice so, Genge, who, you know, the big prop, he got a nice try. Just a proper forward stride, burrowing over from close range. I mean, it wasn't all about the flashy backs. You'll have a better memory than this. I promise I'm not going to talk about the All Blacks, but I am going to talk about some of the Hemisphere Rugby for a second. If we look at, you know, the self-proclaimed greatest championship of all time with one World Cup win between them uh, versus the Rugby Championship mm-hmm. with eight World Cup wins between them, um, what, what, was the, what were the games like last year? 
Like, let's just look at, like, other than my snide comment that I've just made then. Mm. I don't think the quality of the games were that good. Like, not as good as this. Like, the, the one, Nombella, was, we didn't absolutely, we didn't turn up. Mm. Alice Park was a cracker game, but mm. I can't really remember. My problem is I watched that much rugby that I can't remember many games. It just goes into it just, the... it just goes into the void. But you must, like, like I think about World Cups, and I think, um, I'll always remember the Women's World Cup. Final, like I'll always remember the rugby world. I mean, these are just All Blacks mm. involved. The 2003 World Cup final, which did not involve the All Blacks, it didn't have a lot of tries. Mm. That was a cracker that of a game. True. You know, that was a cracker of a final. Mm. Um, so I don't really, I, but I just it feels to me that this is just a mm. higher standard of rugby right mm. now. I think the Northern Hemisphere are on top. Where it's at, yeah. Like I, like, we'll talk about them in a moment, but that. Italian team who put out that performance mm -hmm. who pushed you know the favourites of the World Cup the favourites for this tournament so they're the, they're the oh, they're even now. French and the Irish were pretty much at evens last time you know to the width of a bee's penis to fucking winning that game mm. like that team look like if someone didn't tell me anything about rugby, I'd be like, well, it's obviously one of the best teams in the world. Like, True. If it was your first time watching the game, you had no idea. You'd be like, wow, it was... Yeah, yeah. they were great. And, yeah. I don't know. Are we ready to move on? Or is there anything else you want to say about... Yeah, yeah. well, you mentioned Maylands. I mentioned Genge. Um, what do you do with the Marcus uh, Owen Farrell dilemma? I think he'll keep going with it. I can't see him... I can't see him changing it. I think teams might be able to exploit them defensively. You get further options in attack. It's just one of those things. If you play mm. two tens, you're going to have the ability to, to spread the ball. and Two pivots. Yeah. yeah. More kicking options, but then sometimes I just want Manu Tulangi at 12 just to go, bam! 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 Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so take your pick. Yeah, right. So you don't think it's that much of an issue. You, you don't. I think it still needs work, but I don't think it's It'll a game breaker. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think... That's another game of rugby. The Italians and the French did before play. Before you go on, before oh, yes. you go on, I haven't asked you. Oh, yeah. Rugby New York, that absolute hotbed of well, rugby. The, the MLR, rugby's hottest competition, yes. is getting started. In a From a team that couple failed of to... Got the old classic unicorn brush yeah. back. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm rocking the MLR gear. It's getting started soon. I figured I'd go with the reigning champion... I don't know what to call them because I've watched the MLR for two seasons and this team has had two different names and they got a third name for this year. Why can't they... Are they changing the, the, ownership? The first... No. They just rebrand. The first year... <laughs> the first year they were Rugby United New York. So Rooney for short, right? Rugby United And then they dropped the United for the like second they, season. So second to, season they were just Rugby New York. They dropped the United. It's trying to have a little bit of a Yankees feel to that. Yeah, know, right. So they, they dropped... The, the U for their second season. And right. this third season, they're going to be called the New York Iron Workers. Yeah. The Iron. New York Iron Workers. Iron Workers? That's what they're going like, with. It's like... Yep. Iron, what has Iron Workers got to do with I'm New assuming York? there's some industrial connection with I maybe where they play. I don't know. When yeah. I think New York, I think... I think we could be on for full... Making some steel. rebranding. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, mean, I would say that would be more like a Detroit type thing, like mm. uh, the Rust Belt, as they say. Someone let yeah. us know. Someone yeah. who knows. In the comments, I let us know. Or if you're listening on Twitter, if you're listening on Twitter, if you're listening at, uh, listening to this, 
uh, tweet one of us. Yeah. Let us know. But yeah, the MLR is getting started soon, so there you go. Well, I'm very excited about it. I quite like it. The orange hat kind of works with the little orange vibe. But the... That's the old logo. That's the new logo. I quite. I don't well, this is this is last season's logo, I like which the is now logo. out of date. Well, this is now out of date as well. They're both. Oh, out really? of date. I think that's quite good. It's kind of a Yankees feel. You, you would know? think if you just won the competition, you would keep that, right? Because that's your winning logo. So is logo. that who Nahim El Mascara plays for? Yeah, and, and Andy Ellis. Exactly. Oh, geez, you know your MLR. Look I at you. I do. I do. I like to keep up with um, aging All Blacks. Former All Blacks, indeed. Yeah. Waisaki no Holo as well. Waisaki no Holo. It's pretty good little two very in their day. Wow. Pretty good players. Pretty bloody good. Like set the world on fire, both of those Can guys. You're bringing this back to the All Blacks again. I meant it more as a comment on Super Rugby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I was bringing it back. I can't help it. Can't help it. France. Wow. I mean, they, they got a bonus point win away from home, which in the championship terms is what the, they would have wanted the as the minimum things. requirements, they but not much been. more. Well, it was the one game where I was least excited to watch it, and yeah. I wasn't even that excited for England and Scotland, but it was brilliant. Right. So, and this game, I was like... <sighs> this game, I missed my alarm because I set it for the wrong day. I'm like yeah. an idiot. And then I woke up two hours later, so probably when the game was just finishing... And I was kind of tempted to look up the result, but I was like, no, 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 I'll just get up and watch yeah. the game. Just go straight and watch it. Because I was thinking, France, Italy, like, if I get spoiled to the result, it's not going to matter. These but the... it would have mattered. Yeah, it would have mattered. These are going to be the games harder. Like, it was a public holiday in New Zealand on yes, Monday. Yes, So I had, like, easy watching on, on Saturday morning, uh, on Monday morning. Right. But I don't know how I'm going to watch these Monday morning games. Like, I've got to freaking work you know and then well, I guess just up. don't look at the results don't and wait till the end of the day and, and just don't get on social media yeah I guess to be fair well, I do have a lot of rugby people that I follow but most of the time with Super Rugby not Super Rugby Six Nations you don't know who wins until you watch it's this. interesting because I checked one of New Zealand's main news sites immediately after watching this game to see if it was like front page news no. and it, it was oh really it was like you had to scroll down a little bit but it said like you know Italy push France close yeah, yeah it was like it made news in New Zealand which means it was a pretty big I, result because I did the exact same thing I did it on stuff and I scrolled through for it a while was stuff I was looking on stuff as well I did, probably didn't scroll yeah but I scrolled for a while I didn't find it okay it was just article it after article great. about why Auckland's weather is so shit hey there's um oh airplay we've changed the name of the podcast to airplay everybody well uh Technical difficulties. Well, to be fair, it's not exactly. I don't, do people watch this podcast for that uh, projection? Definitely. That's the that, only reason why people are here. Exactly. If you're listening to this, you have no idea what's happening. Our got, background, you just, got our background logo, which is really, really key to this whole thing. Make sure you blur your device. <laughs> I people did last gonna, time. People are gonna hack your TV. I don't want them to hack my TV. It says that it's connected to it, but it's not. All right, well, we tried. We can tell them the situation. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. Italy. Can we tell them first why they're looking at this and that blurred, hopefully? Uh, We weren't actually able to... uh, We can't fix this. (laughs) He can't find the remote to turn the TV off, so... Exactly. That's it. That's the situation we're in right now. Yeah, this is professional. This is top-level stuff. It really is. is. This is why... We were on a good flow there for a moment, but we'll, we were. Um, I think we're talking about rugby. Italy. Yeah. 
pushed the French closer than anyone predicted. It was, what, 29-24. Italy came within one attack at the end of the game to potentially sneak in a wee result. It just, it was incredible. It was like the best sexual experience you've ever had in your entire life. Like, building up into this amazing moment, all the foreplay and everything was amazing. Your hammer and thrust, your push, everything's going. And then right at the key moment where you think it's going to be simultaneous orgasms, you just go before the other person. And it's just like, and just like oh. Because it just had that little bit of, oh. Because I thought, oh my god, this is going to be... This is, a, this is going to be an incredible moment in Italian rugby. This is it. And I'm here to witness it because I'm watching it. This is what's happening. But the fact that it ended with a mall going to yes, ground. Yes, that's what I mean. That, that's, it was just like, oh. Nothing says Even, even I saw Luca Bigi, the replacement hooker, just looking at the ref just like, oh. Like yeah, just yeah. kind of dumbstruck. Like, exactly. That's the look of premature ejaculation. You need to put a warning. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put a warning out prior to your little speech just now. <laughs> For the people with children at home. Exactly. Somebody think of the children. <laughs> That's why we get one of my. I said to Mark earlier today. Said one of my favorite comments that come on these videos sometimes, especially when it's on your channel, is like, Mark, you know, you know, I love your stuff. I love all your stats and your, oh, the whiteboard. I can't get enough of it. But who the f is this guy? <laughs> talking about taking is this a dump. guy talking about taking a shit. Like, yeah. you're too good for this. It's so a different vibe. Some people like the relaxed yeah, exactly. you know, nature of our chats. So if you like it, we appreciate rich, it. R rich tapestry. And if you don't like it, then hey, you don't have to watch it. Oh. That's, oh. that's basically my my motto in life. Exactly. I'm if sorry. If you don't like his face, no, don't watch it. You wouldn't be the first. You wouldn't be the first. But um, yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown just in terms of the way the game ended. But the game itself was phenomenal. Incredible. Incredible. That's what I'm saying. Well, sorry. Can, can, can I go one little bit pessimistic, though? You can. Because I was optimistic about the Welsh. Yes. Right? Despite the fact that on the on paper, they got the biggest drubbing of the week, and the Italians were remarkably close. Mm. The penalty count in this game was horrendously lopsided. I forget what it was. It was like 18-8 or something. So the French got absolutely smashed by the ref. Whatever it was they were doing at the breakdown, especially like the ref didn't like it. The French didn't adapt to it, which is their fault. But the fact that the Italians had that much more in terms of kind of free territory and free opportunities, if you can call it free, mm. and they still didn't win. And the, the French, like they had some chances they genuinely blew. Like France of their optimum peak take those chances maybe it's not as good as it looks Can on I paper. Can I counter that with a slight bit of optimism? I may just be being a bit uh, pessimistic. The thing I loved most about it was the fact that I was watching it and a realisation dawned on me was Italy are the Fiji of Europe. Like, they will run it from anywhere. Oh, they that, will, that was insane. They'll, they'll, I loved they'll, it. They'll throw it about yeah. in their own 22, and you're like, kick the ball! Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And, like, they play with yeah. this youthful, reckless abandon. Yeah. And the fact that they gave... Like, yeah, yeah. They, they to play know, devil's advocate myself, they yeah, did give the French gave, a huge lead. They gave, so they gave the them a French, head start. They gave it to them. So, to me, they've got yeah. all the skill. They've yeah. got dynamic forwards. They've yeah. got some great players. They've got... Yeah, Campawatso or Campawutsi or whatever. Campawatso, yeah. Campawatso. As long as it's not fucking Capuzzo, I will take it. Capuzzo! 
Kampawatso? Kampawatso hat. You know what? I actually practiced this in the It's a four syllable name. Kampawatso? Kampawatso. As far as I'm aware. I'm not saying I'm a great pronouncer. He looks like he literally looks like he's 11 years old. Yeah. But he is a great, great player. And there's a lot of youth in that squad. And I was thinking to myself, okay, if these guys get a little bit more, a little bit more time under the, uh, you know, on the field, a bit more game time, a little bit more experience, you know, are able to maintain that that joyful expression of mm. running rugby, but just able to make a couple of smarter decisions, mm. they're well well, They're bloody good. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. And they've got every yeah. opportunity just to improve and go yeah. from strength to strength to strength. And it yeah. goes back to that talking about um, the uh, that investment in the youth game. Because sure. it's obviously paying dividends now, you know. And th- they gave them so many opportunities. And the fact that the... The French couldn't make the most of them. Mm. That first twenty minutes, it felt a bit like, okay, we know where this yeah, is all going. going. That's when I was thinking, I'll just look up the result. It doesn't matter, but yeah. it didn't. And thankfully, it didn't because yeah, it looked like it was just going to be the standard kind of hiding from the number two side in the world against like the number freaking twelve or whatever they are. But nah, it did not go according to yeah. the script. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The Italians, if they don't make that awful start, maybe this game does go a different way. But well, I do feel like the French, little, if they had a like a game that they needed to get out of the way, this is that game. Like if they play like this against Ireland next week, they're going to be up shit creek. Yeah, right. Because yeah, the, the Irish will not gift them, you know, a three try lead or whatever it was. Yeah, well, there was that mass, that little dinky kick that the hooker, not the hooker, the scrum half. Yeah, it? got charged down. Barney yeah. had a bit of a yeah. stinker, sadly. He's a young I thought man. he played all right other than that. Oh, can I say a controversial comment about the Scotland game? Uh, Scotland, uh, I don't want to jump around. <laughs> Distracted sports, yeah. not there. But one player I thought in Scotland who I wasn't overly impressed with, but I hear other people saying, oh, so amazing. Well, that's why we love him. Finn Russell. I thought he was a bit shit. Like, especially in that first half, like, he was the only player out there who did some really dumb stuff. He was the only player out there who turned the ball over in bad positions. And you know, I don't think any of the wildly... <laughs> For those of you listening, <laughs> this, the background screen, apart this from is... just having shit itself with the logo... You know the worst thing about this, though? It makes sound. Okay. We haven't had an episode with this many technical difficulties for a while. Yeah, what was what were we talking about? Rugby. Uh, we were talking about... I put on a tangent about Finn Russell. Oh, yes. And I said that I don't really... I, I know he did some good passes. He put a couple of the guys through. He gets the width out of that, that Scottish squad. I don't think they're able to look as fluid in attack with Kinghorn at the helm. But yeah, right. he certainly... He's a he's a gamble, basically. He's like what a Carlos he, Spencer, like, basically. I, I'm str- I can think of the things he did badly, but I can't. Like, yeah, he does some nice passes, but I didn't see him. Did he make any breaks? I saw him get absolutely smoked yeah, by yeah, Alan. He, he got made absolute, a few breaks. He got cranked through a few meters. Yeah, he got smoked by Aaron, Alan Farrell. Did. I did like his um, little G up that he gave. That was nice stuff. Well, it's just. You know, that's real, rugby need that, that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah, man. That's yeah. a storyline. Mm. Other sports would like emphasize that as a part it's of rugby like, values, bro. Building the rivalry, you know. Next time, Farrell. Am I being harsh on him though? Because I actually am a player who likes not a player. I'm, I'm somebody who likes a player. Uh, I'm somebody who likes like the Carlos Spencers of this right. world. You know, like the guys who, you know, do take that 
step that they're not meant to mm. take and they push it too far for that you know just to get that moment of absolute perfection mm. but yeah I, I felt like in that, especially in that first half he was a weak link not a not a strength I thought it was a mixed break yeah I thought he played alright did he make your team of the week he did he made the team of the week. That was a hard one. He was kind of a sexy pick. What can I oh, say? Oh, really? Yeah. That was something for the ladies? Yeah. He had some <laughs> and nice, some fellas? He had some nice numbers. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty sure I uh, I put a like a caveat there that basically like, you know, you, you take him how well, you get him. I haven't watched that video. If he made the team of the week... Uh, I probably should have been Sexton. Yeah. Because he was just, you know, Mr. Mr. Reliable. Mr. Reliable. But yeah, ran that team around, yeah. pulled the strengths that he needed it. Sometimes but I don't, I don't go with the head. I go with the, I go with the sexy Scotsman. Straight with the cock. <laughs> cock to the Scots. Uh, Italy. Um, Capuazzo. Sorry, I just want to ask you one more question yeah. about your team of the week. Okay. Uh, was it one of those weeks that Anton Dupont made he number nine? Makes it. He but just makes it. Just didn't look incredible, but just does. But everything. I literally said that in the video. Yeah, right. Like, I, I think you, I think I you got, say that. I think he got man of the match. Did he really? It's basically like they just roll the dice and go, yeah, just fucking give it to him. Well, they just look, oh shit, he actually made the most meters out of anybody. And like basically, I, I watched that game and was like, yeah, he played, he played alright, but he didn't yeah. play like amazing. Like you wouldn't yeah. look at him and go, he's. I try to focus on him a little bit, and yeah. when I noticed that his kicks just have a bit more. Oomph, yeah, yeah, and his like, tackles his, and yeah. his fins and whatnot. Like I looked at he his run even... meters, and he was like fifty, and I looked at every other scrum half. Yeah. And like the next best was like 21. And I was like, right. But I, what is he, where is he getting these meters? Like, oh, he's just a little bulldog, man. He just gets people off him. I don't know what he does. Yeah, right. He's just a freak. Jeez Louise. It doesn't look like he's doing that much all the time. But you know, he was still pretty good. Best player in the world. One of them. One of them. Up there. Right. Okay. So back to the actual meat and potatoes of the game itself. So great start from the French, all going as, as a bit, a bit suicidal from the uh, mm. from the Italians, which is nothing literally the words the commentators use because which like sometimes a great just, choice of words. <laughs> I saw someone complain about that on Reddit, like, oh, are we allowed to use that word anymore? Oh, wow, well, yeah, it's, it's not a great. Somebody know, I know people who have committed suicide, yeah. and it's, it's, well. it's not a nice word. They, like the kamikaze or kamikaze is also suicide. Yeah, when I heard suicidal, I took it in the rugby context. I didn't think right. of it. Yeah, of course. I didn't, well, I didn't sit there going, oh, well, turning it off. <laughs> I just, I, but I just was like, that's a, that's a word. Uh, it was it was just a bit dumb. They were just playing a little bit dumb early mm. on and played a little bit, they, a little bit dumb. Like the... Um, what do they say? The uh, virtues of youth, basically, just playing with that exuberance. Well, that's the kind like, of stuff these guys will learn from, for sure. Like, that's a great lesson for them. And the fact they got as close as they did, given the lead that they gifted, is yeah. know, a testament to the team they've got. But it wasn't all just backs. Like, their, their forwards play with some real intent. Oh, they've got some really know? good forwards. Like, the, both the Canone brothers, one of them's yeah. a lock and one of them's a loose forward. Those guys yeah. are really gritty players. They got some good props coming through. Yeah. Um, Lamaro plays with... with yeah, yeah. Yeah, the captain for sure for sure so they've got some genuinely very good players i wow. wouldn't be surprised to see more of these guys start to get picked up by french english you know other other clubs outside the this two is, italian clubs which is, is good which is here in crowley the italian coach encourages that because basically he's got two urc teams benetton and, and zebra and basically those guys of- are pretty much going to be italian they've got a few imported players but this is going to be the 
the proving grounds for the guys who are coming through the ranks. Yeah. But every spot which is filled by like a established Italian international means another guy who's coming through isn't getting a yeah. chance to play. So he wants these guys go to England, go to you know France, play your rugby elsewhere. We can bring somebody else yeah, through. So. The only and a counter to that would be then you don't get that sort the of control. Conrad Smith money. Yeah, yeah the cohesion thing. Yeah, yeah for the sure. cohesion that you can get. But it, it makes sense for where yeah. they are. In terms of this team in the next 10 years, this could be a wildly crucial period for Italian rugby that they've put so, they've, you know, put so much sowing into trying to create this great team. Mm. And the seeds are developing. That's right. They're right there. And that, if they have some serious success at Six Nations level and who knows where, they you know get us get some decent victories over mm. some big teams. This is the sort of team that could inspire the next generation, next generation of, sure. of, of Italian talent. 100%. So and to have imagine like if Italy was like a world power, a genuine like, contender, a genuine yeah. contender, yeah, like. Yeah. And then, you know, that's just only going to encourage the yeah. likes of... At the moment, Spain when you look at that World Cup pool and you're like, as a New Zealand, you're like, we've got France. Oh, shit, that's tough. And then we, we go, oh, we got Italy. So at least that's kind of a... It's a free ride we to put, the quarterfinals, like, yeah. basically. But I would we love put, it yeah. to get to the point where you look at it and go, ooh, that's a, that's a tasty one. Like, yeah, exactly. maybe it's not one where you think you're going to lose, but you at least think, shit, we better be... We it's better like be a sharp. little bit like, well... Let's not take Argentina too lightly here. Yeah, you basically. Like, and they, there's no reason why they can't get to that point. Mm. There really isn't. It's exciting because these teams are just inching up year over year over year over year. It's one thing that has rugby has kind of struggled with, at least you know during my lifetime, is that there's only genuinely been a small handful of teams that are genuinely at that top level. Yeah, right. But it seems to be kind of slowly expanding. You're seeing teams... I mean, the fact that in our recent years, you know, Ireland has beaten the All Blacks, Argentina has beaten the All Blacks. Like that's, there's not that many teams now that like tier one teams that haven't beaten the All Blacks. Like Scotland and Wales since 1953. Yeah, and yeah, um, and the Italians. So yeah, that's that's, that's good. A, that's a that's, good thing. Is um, Japan officially tier one now? I think they are, but they don't have a competition to play in. Poor baby. Like it should. We should put them in for something. They should be in the rugby championship if anywhere. Yeah. Well, let's put them in. It was six, six, officially done. Have a word. Um, yeah, and it's actually not a bad number. The three games of rugby is not, it's manageable to watch on a weekend, isn't it? One thing I will say, because you've just started watching the Six Nations proper for your first time, is proper full you, weekend You, you only get that one game. You don't yeah. get to play England twice. You only get them right. once. Like if yeah. the rugby championship were to expand, that would make each game just that bit more meaningful. I mean, yeah. it's still cool that we. I love getting to play South Africa twice, um, the Aussies twice, and whatnot. But yeah, I think you would see more variation in winners if you had to only play each team once. But anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. You only get that first up effort, and it's and it's it's a genuine test match where yeah. it's like our best, your best. That's it. Let's see who's the, yeah. who's the best. Exactly. Well, we managed yeah. to talk about Six Nations into Southern Hemisphere Rugby once again. Woo! But, um, I'm sorry. I keep looking. I'm sorry about the little... Everyone must be so upset about not having a sweet logo there. But, yeah. Jolly Bear got yeah. the winning try. I think the French bench. The French bench. That even rhymes. The French bench. The French bench came on, and I think that won the game for them. Jolly mm. Bear. Jolly Bear. Mm, if right. you look on the YouTube auto-generated subtitles, it's jelly, yeah. like jelly bean, and then bear. You know who I like? Penis. He's good. <laughs> what if... I only just think penis. Pino. 
Like he, Pinner. yeah. Oh, Damien Pinner. He didn't score a try. I had him in my fantasy team. He didn't score a try. Bugger. Uh, but he is really, he's quality. See, I don't even think he was at his best. I think he's one guy who dropped at least one pass that he might have normally taken kind of thing. Or right. he threw one ball to, was it Ramos? I forget, one of the one of their moves. It was like, oh, here they are. Oh, they mucked yeah, it up. Yeah, right, like, I do yeah. feel like France, I said it earlier, they, they needed to get this game out of the way. Yeah. That's one of the good things, I guess, about playing the Italians first is that the French were far from their best and yeah. still managed to get a bonus point win. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, Ireland just came out well, that's of the that's, that's what the good teams do, is they mm. win even when they're not at their best. Yeah, someone, I forget which one of the commentators mentioned it, but like France's most recent results have all been close wins. Like they just got past the Aussies. Mm. They just got past, was it the South Africans? Like they've yeah. been winning by really small margins. They've not been blowing teams out of the, out of, out of the park. Are so we ever hyping them? That's, that's one of the arguments is that well, are we overhyping them are they not that good or is it that they are one of those teams that just even if they don't play their best still manage to find a way to win yeah I think it maybe the latter I think mm. just like looking at the quality of the players and like just the fact they, they all look like incredible physical specimens as well like like that forward back that front row oh Antonio is a huge human yeah they're giants went to Wesley College didn't John really. Lawrence College, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. it's even on his jersey. Yeah, they they put like the college they went to or something. Yeah, no, it's great. You know what I like about these Cyril French Bain. jerseys as well? They put the, they've got a lovely affiliation for New Zealand. They uh, put the one of the proposed New Zealand flags on their back as well. You know that? You know how we had that big flag debate last year? Yeah, no, not well, last a year. Years years ago. It wasn't last year. Yes, was a long time. Showing your age, John Key's days. Five years ago, something like that. <laughs> There was one of the one of the finalists where that sort of triangular flag. Oh yeah, looks huge. It looks exactly like what they well not exactly like a lot like. I'll put it side by side here, and then it, that doesn't look anything. Like <laughs> it might do. It might do. Like no. they, you know, they've got the thing on the back. It's like a triangular French flag. Okay. You've seen it? No. Didn't oh. pay attention. Well, now I have to try and source that image and sort of. Yeah, but anyway, so he's a Wesley College boy, just like Jonah. And uh, so he's uh, was he born in New Zealand? Or? Yeah. Oh really? How did he end up in France? Playing rugby, I guess. He's a big man. The rugby guy. He's a big, big man. But right. um, yeah, I do think France. They'll look back at that game and go, "Man, we didn't adapt to the ref that well." Matt Carley is one who only I think uses English to the French players. Yeah, right. So that. some of the players, like refs like Wayne Barnes, uses a level of French which I would say. If you is can just kind say of... if you can say roll away, leave it alone. Yeah, I like, think just I think Wayne Barnes is at a slightly higher level than that. I've never put too much pay into the fact that refs... it must have an effect though. Like, yeah, I would be considered an absolute like there there are French people you meet when you're in France who just have a lot of people in France can speak a bit of English. Okay, but there are a lot of people in France, like especially in rural communities and stuff like that, who just have no idea. Right, like never never learn never bother to learn. And look, no judgment to them. I've never bothered yeah. to learn French or anything. Sure. So, but and so if you're from a rural community or if you're just somebody who never bothered to learn English or maybe school just wasn't your jam, mm. and you know it wasn't your thing, and you got someone just yelling something at you in English mm. in a language you don't really speak, yeah. or the, you know maybe people have said, "Hey, this is what it is," but. In the heat of the moment, yeah. where you're putting every physical, all your physical exertion into your thing, it might not just yeah. compute that quickly for you, and yeah, it I, probably is a little bit of a disadvantage. I do remember thinking at the time that Matt Carley sometimes 
would use another way of saying stuff. Like there's a real few like handful of commands that, you know, yeah. like release, tackle, like, you know, there's a few commands, like one word commands that refs use. And there's a few times that I, I noticed him saying something like a slightly different variation, yeah. which I mean, I would assume most of the rugby players, given it's their job and they know they're going to encounter English speaking referees would have a, at least a fundamental f- legal, but sure. In the heat of the moment, you don't want to have to translate that no, in your brain. Yeah, so yeah. I do feel like maybe that was a factor because their penalty count was honestly horrendous. Yeah. But part of that's on them. They needed to adapt. Like at half time, I think they'd conceded what nine they, penalties. And then they, the second half, they conceded another nine. So I would have thought in the sheds, they would have done something to tell these players, stop fucking conceding so many penalties. I think I was in mainly in just a state of sort of like really thoroughly enjoying the game to almost in, a, so, in such a surprised way like did not expect this to happen but so I can't really remember what the penalties are for what kind of infringements were they I feel like a lot of them were just at the breakdown I've right. only watched just the not rolling the, away or yeah 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 just not being quick enough or like going uh, off their feet or not releasing that kind of right. thing so and those are those little nuances in terms yeah. of you know what some referees paying other people that's usually the one that you would say like you know, it's, it's part of it. People always talk about rugby and like the referees aren't consistent, but I've always considered it like part of being a rugby player is adapting to the way the referee is controlling the game. Like yeah. it's one thing Richie McCall was really great at, like yeah. pushing it as far as he could without getting paid. Probably the best player we've ever seen in. Yeah, game. at doing that, right? So that's something the French just didn't do in that mm. game. They just kept getting it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do that against Ireland, they're going to be in big trouble. I think Ireland are the favourites. After yeah. this weekend, looking at all the teams... Well, let's look at the three games, because you've got England against Italy. At home for England. So, in theory, England should bounce back and smash the Italians, but... It's, it's, it just, it's interesting, because previous to this weekend, have been like, okay, that's, that's the win. They're getting, right. That's, that's the, how they're getting the campaign underway. But just due to the fact that Italy put that performance in and would have taken so many learnings out of that particular game and just, you know, would have a little bit of pep in their step about, you know, how well they did and, and like, and the belief that would have put through the team mm. just puts a little bit of apprehension. Seed of doubt. Just a seed like, of doubt. Let's be honest. Still, I, England are big time favourites. England are the favourites, but... Sleep on them at your at your peril. Yeah, they'll they'll need to bring their A game, otherwise 100%. they could be in for a surprise. Now Scotland and Wales, I will say with this one, last year's Six Nations, I can remember very clearly the same situation happened, albeit the reverse of the fixtures. So yeah, right. Scotland opened their campaign with a win over England, and you're yeah. thinking, oh shit, man, the Scottish team's pretty good. They could be a genuine contender for the Six Nations. Wales last year, pretty crap, didn't win many games, but they won that game against Scotland. Scotland had to go and make it two from two to put themselves on the front foot to be a genuine Six Nations contender and absolutely played shite. Okay. So this is that kind of same situation again, although this time they've done it the reverse, they've won the away game. Now they're back at home at Murrayfield. They need to win. They do need to win. If if they muck this one up again... The Scots, how many... If they... Did I hear it correctly earlier this week? I think I read or saw somewhere that they've never won the Six Nations. They've never won the Six Nations. The last time they won it was the last Five season Nation. of the Five Nations. So right. just before Italy joined. So we're talking a long time ago. Yeah, we're talking over 20, 20, 20 years. 20 years, I think, yeah. Wow. So this is a pretty crucial game. I get the feeling that you're, you, 
just by looking at the tea leaves, you're kind of thinking, well, is it going to get up for this? Like, you just feel like, because you've gone through this heartbreak so yeah. many times where you've gone, I really back them. Come on, guys, you've got some yeah. really good players. You can do this. I feel like mentally, this is going to be a challenge for the Scottish guys. For some reason, against England, in recent yeah. years anyway, they're, just, they're able to bring it to another level, but then I, I, they fall flat the next week. I'll put your mind at ease. I think the Scots are going to do it. Either. Okay. Okay. They'll okay. do it by 12. Okay. Yeah. And then the last one, number one in the world, Ireland, as well as shit right now. against number two in the world, France. As if I'm not mistaken. When is that? Is that the last game? I don't think so. I just so want what, to save it for last. No, but what, what, I can't remember. I can't remember. What's just the bloody Monday morning game? That's the one I'm going to show you to watch. Okay. Monday morning rugby is just terrible. Because you're because Monday morning is not a happy time. Yeah, I have to drop the kids off at school. I have to go to work and drop my kid off at school. <laughs> then you have to go and watch rugby, you sack of shit. <laughs> That's my job. Like, yeah, I know. That's not my... Uh, yeah, I want to watch the rugby. Mm. Um, I have to go and talk to people and go to meetings and stuff. It's a joy. Meetings suck. Well, yeah, they are a thing. Anyway, uh, France, Ireland. If I'm not mistaken, it's, it's the first time Six Nations has had a number one, number two in the world clash. Because, I mean, the All, really? Black, the all Blacks have always been number one and number two. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sure. But now we're shit. We're number three. <laughs> but, crap. Um, Absolute crap. And whoever wins this game is going to be number one in the world. If France win, they're number one in the world. If yeah. Ireland win, they're number one in the world. So, I mean, that's not really in the people's minds because obviously it's just the Six Nations at hand, but that's still pretty cool. I'm going to do something to irritate you right now. Okay. Yeah. You're going to do me the fucking role play. No. <laughs> I'm not doing a role play. Um, montage of all our previous role plays. Um, I'm sure we're going to get an All Blacks comment. You know, sometimes you go to the doctor, right? And okay. you go to the doctor and he's like, oh, actually, there's, you probably need to get this checked out. That's a problem. And then you walk away and you go, you, you, you kind of needed to know. But you go, if I didn't go to the doctor, I wouldn't have to worry about that. It's not a problem. It's not a stress or anything like that. So you're like, oh, okay. Well. So you, somehow you almost blame the doctor for a, a, a symptom. It's, not, it's, it's, it's a weird logic, but there is some sort of logic there. I feel like watching the Six Nations, I'm watching all these teams that I never worry about. There's an all-black fan, I'm like, they've got nothing on us. They're, <laughs> you know, and then I'm watching them play and I'm like, holy, oh, they could beat us. Yeah. Oh, they could beat us too. Mm. And then you're like, oh, it's making me like fluttery. Right. You know, okay. like, and then when they actually do beat us, I'm like, right. oh, we had it coming. I was like, I kind of liked my ignorance, basically. Right. Okay. I get know? where you're coming from. So, uh, watching these teams, I'm like, uh, that's so... That's that's how I'm sort of feeling about the the tournament overall. But I'm thoroughly enjoyed it completely. But in terms of this game, mm. you know, and us being outside the the top two, and these this is the big powerhouse. This is literally the, the two world. best teams in the world. This is the quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup potentially. Yes, you know? because these guys are gonna potentially meet each other from different pools. How how absurd is that, World Rugby? Talking to you directly, that you. Fucked it up so bad. The number one and two they could, team. If they made the draw now, then that wouldn't happen. No. And people would still have more than half a year to get their tickets sorted. Yeah. To plan their holidays. If they did it four months ago, mm. you know, it would have been better than what it is now. Mm -hmm. Way better. Um, anyway, so this is a huge, 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 huge game. And I think I'm only going to win it. I think that just if they can come out and 
play with the composure that they've shown that they can play with that they were able to get straight back into like a comfy mm. old pair of shoes that they were able to play with when they played in New Zealand when everybody mm. says the All Blacks are going to bounce back you know when they come back when they come back after a nobody loss nobody beats the All Blacks twice no, in a row beats it. and then they just were able to maintain mm. and they were able to take it from strength to strength under enormous pressure and under the weight of, of historical pressure as well mm. I think that this is this is their game for the taking at home. I think the I think the um, as you say the French have had that series of close calls. Mm. I do think they're a, a touch off the pace in terms right. of their cohesion. I think they are missing a few key guys, but I mean every team's got injuries. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, that's yeah, a fact yeah. of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they're not. Uh, was that it? Was a real different thing where. Like the you saw the Irish start playing, they weren't getting lucky tries. They were getting tries that were oh, well team tries. Like well the Doris try, the Van der Vanderfleer try, or the Van der Merwe try, yeah. um, were just like you know they just go through phases and just arm wrestle you until you can't fight back. They got three tries exactly like that at the start of every game against the All Blacks, yeah. even the one that we got when they got beaten yeah. at Eden Park. Exactly. So, so it, well, if I'm not mistaken, and. People will tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think Andy Farrell has beaten France since he's taken over the Irish top job. I think that's this, his bogey team. Oh, really? So History's there for the... Well, they showed that when they were down here, didn't they? Exactly. So. No one had beat us at home in a series since 1994 before that. So he no. laughs in the face of the French I laugh in the face of danger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting game and a mouth-watering clash. That's the must-watch one of the round. So I'm going to have to wake my ass up again. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you are. Ah! But I know, I was so impressed with these games. I really was. So I this was... round is going to be an absolute stinker. <laughs> yeah, like, this is why I hate Northern Hemisphere rugby. Never again, Mark. Never again. Yeah. We were talking about the Blues, the Crusaders, the Hurricanes, and the All Blacks. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Chiefs. They're too closely related to Gatlin. Um, yeah, no, um, no, incredible, incredible rugby and uh, reaffirms my position. I think I made this point after the July 10th in one of my videos was the, the power is in the north. Mm. You know, it is. I, I kind of, I, you, you've watched a crap load of rugby over the last five years. Would you agree with that sentiment? Or Oh, right now it's hard to argue with Ireland or France being the best two teams in the world. So yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this weekend's games. Rugby! Is there anything else you want? That's everything on my list. Well, things I want to talk about. Number one, uh, we better wrap it up because this is probably going to die in terms of my battery at some right. stage. Um where they released the All Black schedule this year. Sorry, I just want to talk about the Wolf. I'm sorry again. Okay, there's, there's three, two points. Okay, okay. they released the All Black schedule because of the uh, the World Cup, the women's football World Cup. Oh, okay. There is no test at Eden Park. They're playing at Mount Smart this oh, year. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, they're playing at Mount Smart. Mount Smart is our league ground. Yeah, that's it'd where be the, like that's where when the, they the when Mighty they, Warriors play when they played the games of. The, I remember that once they played at like Croke Park in Ireland, which is like yeah, the big uh, game Gaelic football, football ground. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. same deal. So they're playing at the home of the Warriors and the Kiwis. It'd be like England playing at Wembley, kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to paint a picture for exactly. For, so they're they're playing no no test at Eden Park this year. Okay, okay, and the other thing I wanted to talk, which I makes me feel unsettled, it does make me feel. Oh, so have we go to Japan? Your Arisa Vera 
Bodie Barrett and Aaron Smith have all signed for Japan. All gone. To be expected. Brody Br- as well, I think. Isn't, yeah, and isn't Richie Mwanga... Yeah, Richie's going as well. So, my question to you... So, we're losing our 8, our 9, our 10, and our 10 slash 15. Yeah, that's half the team. Uh, yeah. A quarter of the team. A third of the team. Who plays... Um, who plays first five? No, like, this is dumb. I know, but I just want hypothetical. Who plays first five? Who's third string um, first five right now in New Zealand? You need to find somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> Razor, the inherit, inheriting a team of... I remember rookies. when Richie Moonga took over from Dan Carter. I remember the year Dan Carter left New Zealand rugby after the World Cup. And I was yeah. like, thank God Carter's gone. Richie McCaw's retired. The Crusaders are going to be shit now. And then they and then they just brought through another world-class, arguably they, they world-class team. They Reed for a wee bit longer. Yeah, they so, also had the White Lock. The there'll, White there'll Lock. be somebody. Can we just call him the White Lock and, the ignore, White Lock. and ignore his brothers? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there'll be somebody. Uh, Hopefully, the, the uh, factory of tuning out. Problem is, I don't because I watch so much rugby teams. across the globe now. I don't watch that much NPC. So when these guys come on from NPC to Super Rugby, I'm like, oh shit, this guy's new. My dad will be like, oh, he uh, played well for Otago, so he played well for Bay of Plenty. He did arrive for Manawatu. Yeah, yeah, I like well, to. I've, nobody does well for Manawatu. But. But there are hardcores in New Zealand who watch players. They watch first fifteen rugby for sure, and they watch them through to. I see a lot of guys comment about the under twenties. They're like, oh, this guy's been a beast at under twenties, and I'm yeah. like. Like that's, I love that kind so of comment there because is, there, that teaches you, do, you. You do have a lot of blind spots, do you? You have oh, seven, sure. sevens blind spots. Which I don't watch no sevens. I don't really watch any other 20s. I don't watch 15. And now I don't really watch much NPC, sadly. Yeah, right. You just don't have the time. Do, you don't even know what... Because your team's I Auckland. Wa- I watch though. a bit I, of NPC, but not a lot. Auckland... You watch the Battle of the Bridge when it's Yeah, when I watch the Battle of the Bridge. Your bloody Harbour Boys. We got absolutely... Oh, we should have won that game this year. That is Last year. Yeah, last year. Anyway, so that they were they were the main things that I wanted to bring okay. up. I'm so New Zealand rugby may be in trouble after the World Cup when all our players leave to take more money abroad, which is fair play to all of them. You know, and should all been New mass- Zealand open up its rules about selection and select players from abroad, or would we see a mass exodus of players to go play overseas? So this is what we do. We we get towards the end of our episodes and then we bring Start up the topic. Topic. <laughs> yeah, that's the topic for next time. No, I just, no but I don't want to answer well, well, Next week, we'll, I, we'll be, there'll be no games on the following week. So oh, really? We'll have kind of a, there's a fallow week. Well, you know what we should do? Should we do a um, comments, comments episode, a questions episode? Okay. So we take questions from the audience uh, and uh, the... Yeah, in the comment section, and we'll answer them. For well, the week. well, next week we'll have it. We'll have games to talk about because there'll be games this this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the week after, there'll have been no Six Nations games on. Right. So we could save that kind of stuff for that time. That'll be plus. Our... We need to do something on your channel. Next week's on my channel. Right. So yeah, that's the thing. That the reason this is on your channel is just to let everybody know that next week's <laughs> next week channel. is going to be on my. That's channel. the way we've traditionally done. So it. We, we, dist- we never actually mentioned it. No, we just thought you'd know. This week his channel, next week my channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not there isn't a distract a two cents gets distracted channel. Unless you're yeah. on Spotify, which just listen yeah. on Spotify. Listen or, on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Google Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. But look, I think we've gone and done it. We've made another podcast. We have. Episode two of season two. Despite technical difficulties. Do you think we were expecting ex- yeah, some technical difficulties? I'm po- I apologize. Hopefully I edited something together to make it seem co- cohesive I believe in you 
Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm glad someone does. Um, but yeah, big week in rugby. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Mark. We didn't end, we end everyone with a handshake, but last week I think we forgot to. Oh. oh sorry about that for everybody who was waiting for the handshake. I just didn't want to touch you after all that taking a dump story. <laughs> well, this week I talked about a very uh, explicit sexual experience. Well, it wasn't one of mine, but it was a comparable to analogous to that sort of situation. Anyway, thank you everybody so much for watching. You can hear the, the jazz music as we speak. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Oh, there it is. Lovely. Cheerio. Right. I don't know.